Sarah. And I'm Max. And this is the Self-Care Lifestyle Podcast. We strive to help you, the everyday person, to stop living on autopilot, overwhelmed and frustrated with the way things are. You deserve to do away with that frustration, achieve more balance in your life, and find fulfillment in your everyday. We are here to help you stop going through the motions and start being the happiest and healthiest version of you all by caring for yourself like someone worth caring for. Join us for conversations about self-care, wellness, mindfulness, and so much more that will help you find your own self-care lifestyle. Okay, but really, who has time to take one hour-long bubble baths morning and night like how <laughs> how much extra time do you need in the day obviously if you do the math two hours you need two extra hours every day like that's do you think elon musk takes an hour bubble bath in the morning and in the evening he might he sits on piles of money now but as, I mean, as far as i understand it but as you and I both know, mm-hmm. <laughs> self-care is not always bubble baths and well, yeah. rainbows and whatever. And it's not always an hour long, two hours a day. You don't need two hours a day for self-care. That's um, true. Sometimes it's okay to sit in the bubble bath for a little longer, <laughs> Sarah. I or, like to take my or time. shorter or whatever. Um Sure. In all seriousness, um, <laughs> this episode, obviously, if you're listening, you saw that the, the title of this episode is Self-Care for Busy Schedules. So, hope you enjoyed our little make-believe skit at the beginning. Um, but we'll we'll focus in now, I, I promise to try. Um, so, self-care, it can be hard to find time for self-care in your busy schedule, because... Everybody is busy. If you asked a hundred people on the street, because you have time to talk to a hundred, I don't even, if you asked a person, just a random person, just one person, find time out of your busy schedule to ask one person. If they're busy, almost a guarantee that they'll be like, yeah, bro, I'm so busy. Chances are you ask someone, how are you? They're going to say, uh, I'm okay. Just busy. Yeah. That's my standard answer. Yeah. Let's be honest. That's... There's like there's like three answers. There's a comedian I really like who says there there's two he says there's two answers to how you doing. Good and fine. And if you're not doing good, you're fine. But I think at least for our generation, maybe the generation above us, so like millennials and down, usually the standard answer is good or fine, tacked on with busy. It's almost like a, a measuring contest as to how busy you are at that current point in time. So I'll be like, man, I'm so busy. And Sarah will be like, well, how busy are you? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to laugh. Did, did, did you just rope us in with Gen Z? Uh, look, we are all equals <laughs> on this earth. We are all am... stewards of the great green mother earth. We can be lumped in with anybody. Okay, not anybody. You really want to lump us in with the Tide Most Pod eaters? Most people. Look, I'll be honest. If 
I would be lying if I hadn't seen those and been like, look, it would fit in my mouth. Obviously, I'm not going to do it. I understand that, that, that you don't do that. And I think those people are crazy. But let's be real. You've looked at it or even the dishwasher detergent and been like, man, that's like mouth shaped. No. Yeah. When we learned to make French pastries in school, when I went to culinary class mm-hmm. at school, when we learned to make like puff pastries, one of the things that one of the kids and probably one of the kids that tried to eat a Tide Pod said, man, that kind of looks like a Tide Pod. I bet I knew who that was. Um. Hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not naming names. If they want to leave a comment and out themselves as a Tide Pod eater, hey, look, we <laughs> we stand with you. Yeah, I don't I don't mean to open up the can of worms of the generation discussion. We're solid zillennials. Um, oh yeah, no, we just like really got off topic. Anyways, there. standard answer when you ask someone how they are mm-hmm. is eh, busy. Something along those lines. Everybody is running around like a chicken with their heads cut off. All the time yes. in this day and age. Or, um, or, or a rooster. Must be PC. Chicken or a rooster. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that's okay, though. Um, it's okay to be busy. And that doesn't mean that you can't do self-care. You can do self-care. Yes. Hence, hence this episode. Um And step one to doing that is getting your mindset right. Self-care should be set up to serve you, your life, your family, and your responsibilities. When you're figuring out, like we talked about on our last episode, what kind of self-care works for you, you should be thinking about things that, I mean, it, it should also be something that fits into your schedule. If taking two hour long bubble baths is really rejuvenating for you, but it's not effective in the time it takes, then find other things that fill that hole. Maybe for you, doing like a little mini five-minute meditation session could have the same effect, or washing your face, something really, really simple um, that takes significantly less time. So, Think about that. Get your get your mindset right. Um, yeah, or even taking some of the aspects of the longer activities. Like maybe for you, your favorite part of your bubble bath is the candles or the things you add into the bath. So it's the smells. Mm-hmm. So maybe your self care for your busy schedule is investing in if you can have a, a candle at your desk, um, yeah. a nice scented candle. That smells like, uh, I don't know, insert Lavender insert or... fun scent here. <laughs> um, and maybe that's your form of self-care. So you light that candle when you're busy at, at work and it reminds you of being in a bubble bath. Maybe it lifts your, your spirits a little bit, helps you get through your day, um, or even helps kind of refocus or center you if you're really having trouble focusing at work because you're so busy and there's so many things going on. And then you just get that hit of lavender as the air conditioner comes on and blows across the candle and, mm, you know, (laughs) or maybe you're warm. Maybe your favorite part of being in the bubble bath is warm because you're cold all the time. So you can be like Sarah and invest in something like a weighted blanket Mm -hmm. to sit at your desk 
And so then you've got that blanket on you and you get the little bit of weight and the warmth from the blanket and you just feel all snuggly and, and right at home at your desk. Yep. Integrating self-care into your day-to-day like work schedule is a great way to find time in that busy schedule. Um, but another way to find the time is to really think about setting boundaries. And I, I really think that finding time for self-care requires setting boundaries. Um, and so one of the things that that looks like for me is setting boundaries with work. In my line of work, there is not necessarily a super set schedule. There's a lot of emergencies. I work in animal welfare and there's just things pop up and it means life or death in a lot of cases. But um, I really do try my best to set very clear boundaries with my hours so that I am not working 50, 60 hour weeks um, and trying to keep myself in a more reasonable time range by, you know, trying to sign off right at five. Usually it ends up being closer to 530 if I'm being honest, but I, I really strive to meet that, that time stamp so that I'm not spending all my time at work versus working on myself and on my self-care. Sure. Um, so how would you say, um, so in previous episodes on the podcast, go back and listen to those if you didn't catch them. Um, we've talked about how the form of the general form of self-care that works best for you, Sarah, is having time to yourself. Mm -hmm. So what would you say? I know you mentioned setting up a hard deadline with work, but would you say that helps you with trying to have time for yourself, having hard deadlines around your work? I think it can help me have time to decompress separately from my family. So yes, I think it also allows me to make a clean break between work and home life um, that is more challenging when you're working from home. And this is something I experienced when I was freelancing. I found myself working really crazy hours and then going, oh my God, I had no time to wind down today. And just having this really irregular schedule. By keeping that more regular schedule, I'm able to give my brain that like separation of, okay, it's not work time anymore. It's time to focus on me or my family or relaxing and just not work though. Anything but work. Um, so that's, does that yeah. answer your question? Yeah, no, it sounds like to rephrase what you're saying, <clears throat> it sounds like having those set boundaries really helps you with compartmentalizing your work at your home mm -hmm. and then somewhere in between there is a, another box for your self-care and having time for yourself. Is yes, that right? Exactly. Cool. Um, so I, I'm actually the opposite. Um, so for me, while I'm working from home, I'm fortunate enough that at my job, if I need to jump up and grab the baby, a lot of what I do is not an emergency. Every once in a while, there is something that, you know, some document that needs to be pulled. But a lot of what I do is responding to emails and requests for documents that if it needs to wait 10 minutes because the dog is barking at the door, I can go see what's going on at the door. 
But that also lends itself to, or it also makes it difficult for me to focus on work. And so I get distracted by, oh, I forgot I needed to make the dog food today, which is a whole other can of worms. We can talk about me making food for our dog. Um, <laughs> but, oh, I forgot I need to make dog food. And then I find myself spending 30 or 45 minutes tracking down the ingredients in the kitchen and making the dog food when I really probably should be working. And that doesn't happen very often. But then I find myself getting caught up in worrying about work while I'm either doing that thing or later on, like during lunch, if I'm trying to have a nice lunch with Sarah because she took time off and set a hard boundary with work to have lunch with me, I'm then worried about work because I didn't get it done earlier. So I'm... I have to think about the opposite way and, okay, when it's work time, I need to really be focused on work mm -hmm. instead of focused on the other things around the house because I'm just more distractible that way. Um, so for me, self-care is also working when it's time to work and setting that kind of a boundary um, and keeping my personal stuff out, compartmentalizing um, and focusing on work, which is kind of the opposite. So it, it goes both ways when yeah. you're busy. Sometimes you got to focus on work. Sometimes you got to focus on you and it takes some good awareness, some good self-awareness to know which direction you're leaning on that day. Mm -hmm. Cause it can definitely even change from day to day, even in a busy kind of consistent schedule. Definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, I just, my job is so mission-driven. Sometimes it's hard to tear myself away from something that I know is impacting so many pets and, and people. Um, and it's uh, very challenging from a, a mental health perspective, trying to set those boundaries um, when I understand the what's at stake. Um, so <laughs> anyway, trying not to get all sure. up in my feelings sure. we'll on this one, but, put, um, put, put that box away, away. Before, we, before we get started. Um, yeah, it's definitely hard to find time for self-care, especially again, personally during the week with the newborn mm -hmm. and with work. Um, but that's why we thought it would be eff effective to try and share some, you know, a few simple, easy, short self-care ideas that we like, um, that we think that y'all might like as well. So, Sarah, do you want to start us off? Yeah, totally. So, um, I mean, I think you said it well, that in addition to work, being a parent, adding a baby to your schedule definitely reduces the time you have for self-care, but self-care can be really simple and short. It does not have to be complicated and long-lasting. It doesn't have to be this whole long self-care day as much as that's great. Like, if you have time for that, do it. More power to you. Yes. But, um... Eight-hour bubble bath. <laughs> you might be a little wrinkly <laughs> after that. Real pruny. <laughs> Um, but we wanted to share a couple of really simple self-care ideas that you can practice, um, that take like no time at all. Um, so right off the bat, dance it out, like 
Meredith and Christina style. Yeah. Dance it out. If that's Put your on, thing. If, that, if that's your thing, hopefully you get that. I, um, yeah. or <laughs> dance just put on a great song that just makes you feel like you could run the world and yeah i mean I, i'm not a fan of that particular song but um <laughs> i mean or even take time to appreciate like if you're a parent and you've got a kid your kids the songs that your kid likes yeah so for us reese is really into blues clues so anytime if he if we're if he's spending time watching Blues Clues and we hear the mail time song come on, I will almost drop anything that I'm doing if it's not important mm-hmm. um, or an emergency and poke my head out so I can make eye contact with him and we sing the mail time song and I shake my booty a little bit when he says shake your tail mm-hmm. and he thinks it's funny. That song is not even 30 seconds, yep. but that's just a little bit. We're dancing out a little bit, and I know get some really endorphins flowing. <laughs> get some endorphins, get some endorphins flowing, and that um, kind of moves us into the next one, um, which is move your body. Um, so moving your body doesn't necessarily have to be like a structured workout. And yeah, there are workouts you can do. You can you know get a hit workout in like four minutes, um, or a Tabata style workout in four minutes. That's really intense. And really short and effective at um, getting you towards a fitness goal. Um, but for a lot of people, that's not a good kind of moving your body because it's really intense. Um, I don't like them because it leaves me winded and I feel like I'm sweaty and stinky for the rest of the day. <laughs> um, but moving your body sometimes is just taking a second to walk around yeah, and just getting up if you're at work. Or at home, just get up and walk around a little bit. If you want to make it a little bit more structured, just taking, you know, five minutes to take the dog out once or twice, one or two times more during the day um, than you would usually just to unplug and get away for a second, get your blood flowing a little bit. Um, stretch. Or stretch. Try a little yoga routine. I'm a really big fan of... Um, Yoga with Adrian. She's mm-hmm. got a really great mindset around it that's not um, body focused. That can be kind of triggering. I find a lot of exercise videos are pretty um, focused on being thinner or being sure. Or more... look how look how cool the instructor or the trainer is right. doing these hard doing these difficult exercises and less about connecting with your own body which is what uh adrian focuses on so check those out check out her videos if you are interested in trying it um yeah yeah definitely. if it works for you um next on the list snuggle with a pet take like 10 minutes to snuggle up with your pet they'll love it you'll love it Yep. I mean, if they um, let you, if they let you, yeah, you know, um, I've heard of some pets not necessarily being willing to snuggle, but Norman specifically, um, if he's not being snuggled, uh, the world is not right. So anytime <laughs> anybody's it, literally anybody is willing to scratch or pet him, he will fall over backwards. He will jump through a fiery hoop. He will eat the grossest thing if he thinks you want him to, just so he can get some more snuggles. So we never have trouble 
giving him snuggles around our house. But if you have a more standoffish pet, this might not be the quick and easy tip for you. Um, unless cat scratches are the new accessory I just don't know about. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. Next on the list is just breathe. Take 10 minutes and... You know, this this isn't for everybody. Like any of the, these ideas, different things are going to work for you. But take 10 minutes, sit outside, sit on your couch, put your phone down, don't do anything else. Just breathe and just be. And take a second to check in with yourself and your emotions and all of that and just get real, I guess, meditative um, almost. I would do, you know, you can do counting breaths, whatever works for you. Sure. Um, and, and this this kind of reminds me of another, we'll toss a bonus one in, um, <laughs> that I remember, I don't remember where we heard this, um, but it was around somebody who was more talking about trying to deal with, in the moment, um, anxiety, mm-hmm. especially when you're at home and you have access to it, um, and they we're saying that when you get anxious or you're kind of out of your body and worrying about things that are not now, when you're worrying about the future, to find an ice cube and put yeah. a, a big ice cube in your mouth and just sitting with that cold ice cube until it melts. Because even if you're super warm-blooded, it's going to take a while for that ice to melt. So you, you've you got your little bit of time. It doesn't take that long for the ice to melt in your mouth. So it's not that long of a thing. But then the cold also kind of shocks your central nervous system and shocks your brain um, and your tongue and the rest of you into focusing on, ooh, that's really cold. Yeah. Um, so maybe just breathing or counting your breathing is not something that um, you feel like is going to work for you in the moment. If you really are, um, if you know you really get nervous going into a big meeting, maybe try grabbing an ice out of your cup or out of the freezer or wherever and pop it in your mouth and suck on it as you walk in. Um, it's really easy to, if you need to, if you need to answer the phone, you can spit the ice out in the sink or the trash can <laughs> or crunch it a second sure. and swallow the rest of it. But just taking some time to, I think both breathing and getting the ice are both more about being present and refocusing yourself even for a few minutes yes, to just be there and be aware of yourself. And like we've talked about in previous episodes, kind of reshaping your reality mm-hmm. with your mind and, you know, just taking a second. Yeah. Um, and that's a really good one. Super helpful for those of you who struggle with anxiety. Um, one last one. Put on clean clothes that you like. If you're just, like, feeling gross and you need some, like, a little pick-me-up, honestly, I mean, if you can squeeze in a shower, awesome. But if you have less time and you're not a fast shower, um, yeah, then... Yeah, we, we won't name names. Yeah, I'm... Well, <coughs> I'm a lot faster than you are. Um, yeah. But jump through the shower if you can. If not... Just change your clothes. Put on some clean clothes that feel good. I mean, 
I know that there's times where I put on a clothing item and I go like this. This doesn't feel good. And I feel really aware of my body and I feel really like just not comfortable in my skin. Um, change. Put something on that makes you feel comfortable, but also good. Not necessarily sloppy, but just like that perfect balance of comfy and confident. Um, sure. If that makes sense. Sure. So that's just a couple ideas for you. You can actually find more um, super simple and short self-care ideas in our Own Your Self-Care Starter Kit, which you're going to hear spiel on in just a second. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Before you go, be sure to grab our free Own Your Self-Care Starter Kit by visiting theselfcare.life forward slash own your self-care. This kit is specially designed to help you identify what kind of self-care will work best for you. That way you can start developing your own self-care lifestyle. You can find the link in our show notes as well. If you'd like to stay connected, find us on TikTok at The Self-Care Lifestyle and on Instagram at Sarah Strives. Have a question, feedback, or an episode request? Text us at 512-998-1194. Chances are we might even respond. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk at you again soon. Thank you.